Jacqueline, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Hi, everyone. We're here for the Health of It podcast. I'm Dr. Randy here with Dr. Tom, as always. Thanks for listening. If you guys haven't given us a review yet and you're willing to, we would appreciate that. That's how people find us is if we get enough reviews, then I think we get ranked higher or when you search us, it's easier. So um, on Spotify, there's an easy spot at the bottom. Just go review it on Apple Podcasts. Same thing. Just go to the bottom. If you want to type something in, like Dr. Randy's great, Dr. Randy's witty, Dr. Randy's funny. Uh, got any ideas for things they could say about me? Just anything nice about me actually would be great. Uh, and we have Jacqueline Williams on the podcast today. Yeah. So welcome. Thanks for being on here. Um, and and you own the company G G E E. Your dog smells terrific. Correct. And I don't think I don't know anyone whose dog smells terrific. Well, I tell you now I do. You do. I, you're going to introduce me to someone whose dog smells terrific. Um, and you started this, right? This I is did. your this is your baby. This is your company. It is. And you it just is. decided that dog shampoo was going to be your thing. Yes. Uh, and there were other things that led me to that, but absolutely. Yeah. You um, smelled someone's dog and you thought, yeah. this is a problem that yeah. needs to get yeah. fixed. Yeah. So I I was in nursing and we'd go out and do some home visits with some of our mm-hmm. uh, patients that had knee yep. replacements or, or hip surgery or, or some things like yeah. that. And uh, it just kind of alluded to the fact that, hey, I, I might have something here and I didn't know what. But then looking at their little dogs, it wasn't hard to decide as well as myself going home every day after working in the ER to a dog, to a pet, my fur baby. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of things went into that. That's why. And so you're nursing, taking care of the humans. Yes. But you just can't stand how bad the dogs smell. Well, you couldn't tell what was what with the stench. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she can't get up. She can't let the dog out. Maybe it's dog urine I'm smelling. Maybe it's I need to help her wash her linen. So it's kind of difficult to tell where that was coming from. Not that I'm making light of it, but that's the truth. No, Tom hates hates <laughs> dog smell. Smells yeah. a big deal for me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad you're making these products. <laughs> okay. Now, I guess yeah. that leads me to how often should one clean their dog? Well, I don't want to get in trouble with people in their veterinarian, but what I'll say is there are real reasons why you should wash your dog weekly. Um, if they're outside a good number of times and even in and out. Lots of us live in those HOAs, so our dogs are going in into our little area, and they're over and over and over and right. over doing these things. And so when they start paw chewing and, and having those dry, itchy spots, and, and you just can't tell where shedding comes from, and you get the diagnosis from your vet that it's grass, now's the time to wash weekly. Uh, that's what I'll say. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. So some people think that it's allergies for their dog, but really they just don't clean their dog. They don't clean them enough. Yeah, I, I can't can even see know, that. How often were it. you cleaning your dog? I mean, I it was the worst because he would shake off every time, and you'd have <laughs> right. to like go catch him, and he wanted to play when you're drying him off with the towel. Like it was, it was an absolute mess. Yes, yes, I but, get it. But I know some people are getting the specific dog washing stations now in their yes. garage. Mm-hmm. It seems amazing. You it could is. Just amazing. put your dog in there, do the thing, close the door on them, that's and then right. once they dry off, you let them out. That's right. That's right. So they've got some nice dryers that, um, like in. Two, three minutes, you can have them all blown off and, and not have to avoid, really. So right. wow. uh, they're making things a lot better for pets than in times before. Sweet. Now, that leads me to humans. How often do you recommend humans getting 
uh, shower. Well, shampoo. you know, I tell them to wash as frequently as they feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier that way. <laughs> I have I have friends I like who shower it. three to four times a day. My huh? friend Peter Gianforte, he showers. Uh, he how many he times? goes to the bathroom? Yeah, every if, single time. If he three goes to, to the bathroom, he has a shower. Well, now in that in that case, you get that lavage. <laughs> <laughs> We'll recommend that to him. (laughs) Um, But I can, I mean, sometimes I'm getting two in, two to three. In the summer here, you're just sweating every time you go outside. So I get that that kind of thing. Okay, good. I want to make sure we got that in there. Yes. And and you love, it seems like looking at this, you love kind of puns and play on words. Yes. Walk me through that. Gee, your dog smells terrific. And then you have another one in here that says, there's something about a nose. Let's get nose. Pissed. That's right. That's your so we want to notice them, but what do they have is a big nose that sniffs out everything. So I need our pet parents to have a nose that can smell um, certain smells, not just when they smell good, smell their breath. What is it telling you? Let's smell their their feces. Yeah. Is it stinky? Why is it stinky? Oh, so really? the you're nose has to do so. Smelling your dog's breath. Well, I mean, yeah. Feces? Well, you're gonna because he's gonna lick your face. Oh, oh no, not a, not a chance. <laughs> yes. So so they're amazing and. Um, they live their life through their skin and coat, their mm-hmm. nose being the primary uh, thing that they can pick up on whether something is safe or not for them. And so it only seemed befitting that uh, we would take our nose to get into their world <laughs> yeah. to kind of figure out, you know, what's going on with them. Uh, and if they have internal issues, to be honest with you, there's a different stench that they put off. Mm-hmm. I talk a lot about that in a little segment I do every now and again called Sasha Speaks. And so it's talking about health benefits of the dog, how to cook for them, uh, so forth and so on. And I hope I'm not offending anybody by saying dog because it's truly our fur baby. My dog is an extended member of the family. We're just down to two, and that's my dog and myself. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Now you yeah. don't you don't mess with cats, right? I used to, but really? I, don't let me be the first to watch your cat. <laughs> so I stopped. I stopped because I got clogged too many times. Right. And people don't really do things for their cats. They believe, and and some of it's true that they take care of themselves and that nothing is necessary. However, it is put a note right here, guys, that cats breed uh, chlamydia and syphilis. Ugh. That's just in their DNA. That doesn't surprise me one bit. Right, right. So you have. I wouldn't to be know. surprised if they had hepatitis. And all of them. <laughs> I'm not going to oh, go there God. with you. <laughs> You're bad. So, but what I'll say is, you've got to know these things to know signs and symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, in their in their tear duct, they they secrete a solution out of the eye that actually has uh, trace amounts and sometimes the actual uh, active uh, particle themselves in that. Uh, you need to know why that is and and what to do when you get that. So, but I just kind of donated all my stuff to the Humane Society for for cats because it just was not um, it wasn't a business sense uh, to hold on to that. Gotcha. Now, what do you think? So, what's a nice routine for a dog? Like, what's your? Are there multiple products that you would kind of walk us through a whole session of like washing, cleaning, and is there after the, the shampoo kind of stuff that you, ta- you recommend? So washing, cleaning for your, for your pets. What I do is um, I'm gauging my dog's activity first. 
If she goes out, and I have a little 11 pound that dig holes in the yard. I don't know why she does that. She's just <laughs> bored, I guess. She dig holes. So, and her coat is white. So sometimes she get a bath two, three times a week <laughs> because you can't come in the house like that. So, but on an average, um, you've got people who have labs. So they're exposed to different things because if they live on the lake, they like to swim. Then you've got other doodles. Let's talk doodles. Yeah. Um, they're very itchy. Um, up under that two hairs of coat, um, and and you get them groomed quite frequently, but they need baths more regular than I think people understand because they're out rolling and wallowing and things. And when you go to those dog parks, um, I'm not going to demonize the dog park, but I think if you attend those, at least wash the paws. So washing the skin and coat should uh, take something that has no no cellulose, no phosphates, which is what my product is. It's coconut flesh base, got omegas 369 for the skin and coat, um, helping to heal, hydrate, moisturize. So the shampoo alone can stand by itself. Two, three days later, everybody's wanting, God, you smell like the great outdoors. Wow, dude, get down. Let's don't do that. I have a nice conditioner. You can, no bath necessary. You can follow up with that. Great for brushing and detangling. And so I'm just talking about, gee, your dog smells terrific. You can't find it anywhere except for you go to www.geyst, yes. right? So you got to go there to get it. I love so, that. so, but um, it, it requires just a little bit. It's not as daunting of a task as we make it. I mean, my products didn't have any bubbles, so you're not dealing with all of that because they're so they're 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 70, 80, 100, 10, nice. 120 pounds. And so, but yeah, so I mean it's just a basic wash, you know, and then then a couple days later follow up with some conditioner. If you don't have any other problems, then that's that's it. That can humans use this? Humans should use it, <laughs> but it's designed. I have a master's in homeopathic medicine for pets, so I am thinking everything to do with the pet. How do I make wow. something better than what commercial offers that is going to do a better job for them? So um, to add to that, I, I see a lot of people think, oh, well, my dog shed so much. So then my next question becomes, are you feeding dry dog food? And they go, oh, yeah, I give him kibble. Well, then we have to go into that because some Sometimes it's the gut that's factoring into the detriment of the coat. I like that you're thinking about all that. Same with people. Yeah. Some people feed their dogs better than they eat themselves. I've they give it. their dog raw, healthy foods, and then they go eat processed junk. They go to the yeah. drive-through every day. They have, you know, they, or, or blend the kibble and put sauce on it for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, no. He he mentioned you like puns. Like, how did you come up with the name? Was it at like a family gathering and you guys were all sitting around? And so, what I G your dog smells terrific yes. is from the 1980s. There was this commercial, and it's G your hair smells oh. terrific. And so that lady shook her hair, and I was a little girl. I wanted my hair to do that so bad. I'd shake and shake it, never move. But her hair seemed to flow on forever. That's and I great. never left. But then, because of the era I came from, lots of people say, girl, that dog smells terrific. It smells terrific. It smells terrific. And that just pulled forward. And I looked it up. It was available. So I snagged it at the Secretary of State's office. And here I am with That's it today. Nice. That's great. Yeah. 
Now tell me more about just your backstory of like falling in love with animals and specifically dogs. Is there was there any like dog growing up that you just fell in love with that that you remember and kind of put you on this journey of fur babies and all that? Yeah, I gotta say to you that I remember every dog I ever had over the lifetime. I probably had seven. Really? Um, we started with a St. Bernard, who was the cutest little puppy when my grandmother brought him home. Looked like, I don't know how many pounds. I probably was like six, six years old. And we squeezed him into those little doll baby clothes, and we had some little baby clothes all <laughs> over the place. And he kept outgrowing it, and we were crunching him in it. And as soon, Penny, Penny was his name, and as soon as he got big enough, he'd kind of flop on us. But we washed him in the tub with us all the time. He got in the tub with us. We'd wash him. And so um, so then I had lots of questions asked related to that. We'll talk about that on another <laughs> podcast. But for right now, I'll just go on and say um, working in the ER, I'm going to fast forward to where I get the most value out of it. Before I even understood what a service pet was or why one should have it, um, before I clearly understood PTSD. I had a dog that was serving in that capacity for me. Coming home from work from the ED every day, you never know what's gonna walk through that door. And so you go home and they just seem to know the exact time to approach you, uh, the exact time to love on you and and just kind of just give you that eye, mommy, are you okay? And I just kind of maybe, I didn't give that a whole lot of thought. And then um, I guess coming forward with it, my daughter who, who had ADHD, um, I watched what our pet did for her because I'd scorn her a lot. I didn't understand what that was either. So putting to putting the two together, learning about ADHD, what a service animal would do for my daughter, all makes sense. I came to the conclusion that, you know what, I'm going to do something great for them. Um, and, and it came forward. But I can't just take credit for learning this how to make these things on my own. It was my grandmother that made tinctures and salves and soaps in our community during a time when it was a very disadvantaged time mm -hmm. and we delivered babies and all of that type of a thing. I was a little girl as well. And so I'm eight, nine years old and I'm there giving hot towels and wiping up and, and doing all those types of things. So you put it all together, it just makes sense that this would be something that's easy for me. It makes sense that... I would love uh, the pets and give back to them like how I feel um, I was given and teach others how to do the same, um, maintain the integrity of their life and, and extending their life through their skin and coat. I think that's that's where I'll stop right there. Nice. Wow. That's a lot. So you, you've been taking care of humans. Mm -hmm. Then you did your homeopathic mas mm -hmm. masters in homeopathy mm -hmm. for pets, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you started your own business. Yes. Is that the right order? That's the right order. Yeah, okay. Yes. And then the homeopathy side of it I'm interested in because the um, kind of the idea behind it mm -hmm. is that you would take something that if it was really, really concentrated would be bad for you or toxic for you, mm -hmm. and you dilute it mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of times mm -hmm. until there's almost nothing there Except for, and is it uh, the energy of it is still in there? And then that's what helps to um, have So I took properties? a whole different approach. Okay. Um, and I've got to give credit to, I can't say his name, but one of the chemists that worked at Lexington Medical Center with me, he worked on me, on, he worked with me on the side oh. uh, because my thing was, how do I- Do you want to give him a shout out? Um, uh, yeah. No, he, Shouting out Lexington Medical yeah, Center. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I'll say is I had already learned how to- take uh, coconut flesh from my grandmother. 
and dry it coconut out. Coconut flesh. The flesh. So of you're it. saying so the you one take the part, one, the, the meat, meat out of the, of the co- coconut. So you oh, yeah. drink the you, coconut water. I drink water, the coconut water myself. Yes, I love it. The flesh, flesh and I dig it out. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I give the coconut water to my dog, depending on what's going on. So, but at any rate, nice. um, I learned how to dry that out. Uh, and it has to dry for a certain period of time, reconstitute it, and make it into a paste, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and you put that paste on whatever is um, a wound. And it heals faster than any antibacterial or anything that you're going to give me pharmaceutically. Love that. I learned that from my grandmother. So I'd done that so much that I never really asked for uh, antibiotics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I learned that I could do the same thing with turmeric. And so started playing around with those things, but then I couldn't get it to not, in the end, it just would not hold to lather up or do anything like that. So he helped me to, I well, of course, in my biochem classes and all that, then I learned how, you know, you balance, you know, all of these chemical compounds. Mm-hmm. And I had a good idea, but it just wasn't solid. So he helped me figure out what things that I could add to that that would not be detrimental to the coat because my goal was I don't want cellulose phosphates. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. It's just not good for the pets. It makes them itch. It causes bubble, then dander, and that's what... So he says, well, you know, pharmaceutical, I know, that's what I don't want. They don't need Apoquil and Cytopoint to to manage a skin and coat. That's the pet owner's responsibility. When we got cancer and all these other things, we need our veterinarians. They're important. I started at Clemson two years myself thinking of veterinarian medicine. But I could not do it for lots of reasons that I just couldn't do it. I had kids at home. I had dogs at home. And it just seemed like too much as a mother with a soft heart. For me at that time. So uh, fast forward, here I am today, boy. I'm on it. I'm on it. You've got a lot of energy. (laughs) Yeah. I'm getting energized over here. (laughs) This is great. Um, Now, are there key areas of the dog's body that we should be washing? Like, I know humans, you kind of hit armpits, butt, crotch. Do do you guys really wash butts? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wash my own. So so what I'll say is because they live their life through their their mouth and their paws, um, they're all the time sniffing things. Sometimes they are not, right? Yeah, right. So you really want to make at night, you're just taking, wiping the face off a little bit. You really want to do that. Um, the other thing is nightly, like every night or as often as you could remember, Take their little digits apart and be wiping down in those paws, right? Because we've caught everything in that during the day. If there's going to be something that takes us down, um, it's going to be that. And then, you know, they like their butt, too, so they lick it a good bit, cleaning it like you do. You know what I mean? No, 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 not like me. So I'm then they lick their <laughs> so then they lick their paws and so now we've got all of that stuff that's trapped mm-hmm. in a dark place right. where bacteria is growing. So I'd say those two places would be the primary place I would focus. Well, that's what we we had a vet on. We were asking about just why dogs smell each other's butts. Mm-hmm. Does your products affect any communication at all, or? Well, the guys like ke- seem to get kind of hype about the girls, so right. I'm not too sure about the rest of it. <laughs> it's, an, it's an aphrodisiac of some sort. I didn't say that. No. You did. Oh, I said that. I'm... So, so if somebody's washing their dog, let's say once a week, and they're yeah. and they're using some 
you know, junky chemical product. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Is Neutrogena a dog brand? Or what would be the dog brand that people use for shampoos? Well, uh, a lot of people, you got to look at economics too. I'm not demonizing people who don't have the monies to go buy, to pay $30 for a bottle of shampoo. Mm -hmm. If you go to Walmart and you pick up some and you use that, I would especially tell them to wash a little more frequently. Um, because once that stuff gets on there and it, it it turns all the sulfates, phosphate turns into dander. So now you've got a product that doesn't lend a lot to hydrating and moisturizing. So you want to give a little extra push to try to keep the coat up just a little bit more so that you can get a better mane. Yeah. Well, uh, in that to that way. point, though, I would say lots of people go really skimpy on the products that they use, and then they end up with a massive vet bill, and it ends up costing them more. So from my perspective of a preventative outlook, I would say you're better off to give good quality food, good quality products, and then avoid the big bet, bet bills down the road. And I say that you're 100% correct. And and 90% of the customers that I get who would not in the beginning even look at an artisan market maker selling products under the name of homeopathy, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not putting that on my dog, my whatever comes after that. And then they get that you know, $600 bill and they come over, they'd be like, well, <laughs> give it a try. For sure. And so one has told the other, it has told the other, and now it's becoming very viable. Wow. It is. Wow. So. How big is a bottle? Um, so I have eight ounce bottles, which is a small bottle. And then I also have uh, 14 ounce bottles, which is the larger bottle. Uh, I have picked up traction uh, with horse community. So in Aiken, I have people who buy gallons and half gallons. Mill Creek uses my product. Um, they, they buy half gallons of it at a time or gallons at a time uh, to wash pets because so many of my customers come in there and say, no, don't use that stuff you have. Use this. <laughs> nice. so, yeah. so they use it. Um, and I'm working on Mass General who has said, yes, we just got to figure out how to get it there. Yeah. So so we've got some good things going on. Lots of people looked at it. A couple of veterinarians now wanting to pick up with me and give people who want an alternative to maybe even um, Apoquil side point with my leadership and guidance taking on to, to not do so many harsh things, especially with the older pets. They can't tolerate a whole lot right. that maybe they already have some problems. Mm -hmm. And so just looking at what we could do naturally. You think when it comes to pets that you could mainly use homeo, homeo, how do you, homeo, homeopathy, homeopathic yes. remedies versus the traditional pharmaceutical stuff? I'll say yes to that. However, when you come down to cancer, Cushing's disease, which they're very prone to, lots of lipomas and different things, my, my thing is you start early and prevention is better than the cure. Right. That's as far as I can go with that because I'm not a veterinarian. And whenever you do get to something serious, um, such as cancer and, and, and lipomas, if it looks like it's a tumor, a cancerous tumor, then it's gone too far. Right. Uh, and by the time it takes time to build up uh, homeopathy on anything that you're using it with. So it would take uh, time and time may not be on your side. So I don't say sacrifice your pet's life. Uh, if you're somebody that can afford to do something different and it's serious, but I'm saying the 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 minuscule things. My dog is itching, you know. No, that's a, your job. That's right. that's how I see it. Gotcha. Yeah. 
And then I guess let's tell the good people of, of uh, Columbia here more about your business. So you do you wash the pets as well? Is that a service you provide or are you more on just on the product side? I have washed because I want to make sure that I demonstrate. There's been times that I take pets out and demonstrate what this product does, how it works. And I have several customers that has allowed me to follow. They had a poor coat, dogs, poor health, um, the the red blood cells that's broken down now, it's coming through the tear duct, through the hind part and the saliva. I've shown them how to clear that up, uh, something that I make for that. So I have done the work to demonstrate the benefits you get if you do it according to my recommendations. I think sometimes seeing is believing. So I have done that. But, no, I don't. You don't wash anymore I don't, as far as. No, yeah. no, no. That's not what I do. I make the products. And to be honest. I didn't come to sell it for myself. My daughter, who had ADHD, um, adding value to her life, um, little Asperger's as well, her soft skills was challenged. She wouldn't sometimes look at me, and, and I couldn't get her to consistently do anything. Now that I've already created the product, all it takes is labeling the bottles, putting caps on the bottles, boxing the bottles. And so I teach entrepreneurship to those children who have ADHD, mild spectrum autism, little nice. Asperger's. And my goal was to give them jobs, especially those that are challenged with um, economics where we're worried about them on the weekends, whether they're going to get a meal after school is closed and in the summertime if they're going to eat at all. So I partnered with several companies in the Columbia area that wants to see me be able to gain that traction with that community and allow them to come from where they are because there's there's just not a financial opportunity where they currently are right. and be able to give them job opportunities. That's really what I came to do. But I think it was imperative that I got this three-year run with selling it, knowing where it would sell, who it sells to, and how to best um, advice. So yeah. I've gotten a lot out of doing it myself, but now it's time that I'm able to tell the story so that people can know why I do it and then support the community I do it for, which is youth. Beautiful. And then on, you guys, you mentioned your website, right? Yes. You want to mention it again real quick? So it is www.geeyds.com. So that's G-E-E, like the G, <laughs> And the YDST, your dog smells terrific.com. G-E-E-Y-D-S-T dot com. And on there they can purchase shampoo mm -hmm. and conditioner. They can get it all. I have what several are the other products. products. Yes. So I have a skin and coat product, which is um lots of people that have French bulldogs, um, a lot of um, I guess boxers and those breeds Bo that has terriers. lots of Boston Terriers. Um they have lots of skin. Um, built in their DNA, little irritants in the face breakdown, the skin breakdown, atopic dermatitis is called. Um, it helps to maintain that, first of all, but then second of all, it heals it really quickly. So I have a paw salve, breath freshener, um, and the shampoo, conditioner. I make a Vita Slurp for that um, eukaryocyte. Uh, situation I talked about. Let me go back. Don't say that. It's the the eye, the rear, and the, and the mouth. <laughs> so so. But anyways, um, Did you say yeah. Vita slurp. 
Yes, that's the name of it. So it's a vitamin that you actually mix with their food. I talk a lot about making your own pet's food, mix it with their food. And even if you don't do it that way, I I have a way that you just give it like a nice little drink, a nice little treat, and they they get it that way daily. And it helps to give them the 18 essential vitamins that they need um, to survive. Nice. Now, do you ever apply any of the homeopathic stuff to humans? I have absolutely... Um, the salve was developed by grandsons. I have three grandsons yeah. that have um, eczema. Yeah, yeah. And so I found this tree product, and I tested it first on myself. So I told them, I said, I'm going to come for you. And they're like, oh, my God, we don't want to eat it. I said, no, you don't have to, you don't have to eat it. I'm going to put it on your skin. And so I guess we used it about a month and a half, and it was kind of – it gets eczema gets crusted over yeah. when it's severe. And so it took away, I, I for lack of a better term, the crustacean. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. It took that away. It didn't completely clear it all up, but the irritation was almost non-existent. Even though it was there, it wasn't as irritating. Now to clear it up, my daughter still decided to do something more right. uh, because they were embarrassed about the the way it looks. Sure. Uh, so for them, she did something more, but it totally helped with that irritation. So when I learned that, uh-huh, so you know what's next. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, I guess question about this. So in, in your day-to-day, what does your like average week look like like when you are you are you making product on a certain day are you out in the community other days kind of walk us through what that looks like so for the last three years monday tuesday wednesday is my day to make products if i need to make um this weekend i just came off of a home trade show in atlanta georgia at the at the gas well it's gwinnett uh right outside of atlanta at the at the gas south arena so I was there. Um, that's where you can make a large sum of money without having it. So it frees my time up to do other things because I'm not needing now to make money to do. But right, right. So, so my thing is, I have frequent uh, the Blythewood Farmers Market, which is where I started. I love. I'm gonna shout out Michaela. Michaela, if you're listening, girl, you're the bomb. So Michaela over there, who is the market manager. I did Lake Carolina. Um, and, uh, I tried Sand Hills, not, not exactly, it's more of the farmers that they come from, for there, but, um, and then I go down to USC, uh, and Clemson fans don't get mad at me. I started with you guys, <laughs> so, but I go down to USC on Fridays to, uh, the Sumter's Farmer's Market, and then, of course, Soda City on Saturday. There, there's no other place to be, um, besides any of the high-end shows that, I'm involved with. I, I can actually say now I do less of those shows uh, because now it's time for me to figure out how to get my story out so that I can create that thing so that I can get um, these resources before uh, summer comes up next year for those children. I'm, mm-hmm. I've got to work on that. Yeah, I think a big issue that a lot of people when they're entrepreneurs or they want to invent something or create something, they have this idea that they're going to make the product and then mm-hmm. it's just going to sell itself. Mm-hmm. But I think the way that you're doing it makes a lot of sense. That's how I've always thought of business is even if you have a great product, you still have to go out and spend a ton of time face-to-face meeting people, marketing, being in the right environment, being in the right people. And then at some point, once you've been to enough shows and you have enough people that are 
using it regularly or veterinarians or partnerships, then you can start moving into another situation where you're working more on the product and the vision, yes. not just selling it or being face-to-face yes. all the time. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. Now, maybe I'll hire your guy to come help me get a podcast going because I've got so much to say yes. and I've got so many people that can say yep. uh, so many things um, great about the product. I've got a lady that if I had my phone over here and we're on a podcast, we don't want to interrupt what I got going on here. You guys are amazing. I got to get all these jokes in. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you would see that. And when we're off, I'll show you. Um, you'll see what her pet looked like before she started working with me. And it was hard to trust because how do you trust your baby to somebody you don't know right. in the name of they're going to make something to make it well? Mm -hmm. So I had to answer a gazillion questions, and I am up to that because I want you to know. What kind of dog? Me. What kind of dog was it? So it's a Maltipoo. Um, no, her dog was a Maltese. It's a Maltese. Maltese. My dog is a Maltipoo, oh. but it was a Maltese. Okay. And so I don't it, know what a Maltese big dog. No, it's it's probably about. 15, 12, 15 oh, pounds. It's dog. a little dog. Yeah. And so, but its eyes had that same situation that I was talking that my own dog had. And I didn't learn about this. I never had a, a lighter coat pet until I got this one. And so it, they have different issues. The light-skinned, if it's a bulldog, if it's a pit bull, if it's the lighter the coat, the more um, skin irritation mm -hmm. is involved. Um, I don't want to say that and people say, well, I don't want to like coat dog. No, all doggies need love. It's just that understand what you do when you get it. Right. And so, but it had that problem and it makes, it's embarrassing because people be looking like, oh my God, what's wrong with that dog? You know, and you're like, I'm giving all the love I know how to give. Yeah, yeah. What is this thing and how do I get rid of it? And then you spend hundreds of dollars, I did, on things to try to get rid of it and it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. There's There's something that I've unlocked that really gets results. So. I'd like to hear some of your pets' names, just even growing up. So growing up, I had I had Penny. Penny. I love Penny. Yes, I love I Penny, Penny as a name for a <laughs> dog. That's so good. <laughs> so then, then we had Oliver. Yeah. Um, and my 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 dad named our German Shepherd Butch. Butch was his buddy. He'd go hunting with him. Uh, That's a good name. And and yeah. then after after Butch, uh, he got Buckshot. Because now he jumps up at cans and take them off. We, well, we had a, a drying <laughs> line in the backyard that you'd hang your clothes mm -hmm. out. And if he put that can up there because he was his hunting buddy, jump up and get it. He want to, let's go for it, Dad. Let's go for it. So, so, and then I had Oreo, and now I have um, Sasha and Piper. <laughs> <laughs> Penny, Penny's a good name. Yeah, Penny. Yeah, that's who we started with. Was my Penny. mom's first dog was named Pe uh, Jenny. Jenny, yep. yeah. And then yes. she named one of our dogs Jenny. <laughs> There's so like a, a family, family name. Sort of dog names can kind of yeah. be family names too. It is. It is. Yes. What's the stinkiest dog? Mm. Now, that is. I don't think that's a real question. Uh, what's the stinkiest dog? I don't think that's I a real question. A, I thought that was a great question. Yeah, no, I don't think that's no. a real question because right. it depends on the activity level of the dog. So if you just really want to look at stink, then you got to go to the farm where they work all all that while chasing the herd and getting it in place so you and I yeah. can eat those big fat snakes. Like a sheep so, dog. Like sheep I can see dogs. Sheep dogs and, being and, stinky. Yes, yes, yes. So. And what about chihuahuas? Are they stinky? Um, chihuahuas are. 
I, I wouldn't say they're stinky, but like any other dog, they get in, oh, little dog, I'll say, they get into the worst situations. So, yes, they can get themselves in. They like trash. Why do you like that? I keep you in the house. You don't even know about That's these true. things. Why are you digging in the trash? So, or skunks. Yeah. I've had a oh. lot of dogs that got into Sprayed skunks. Sprayed by skunks. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that's again, we're, we're talking on the farm, dogs that do some sort of a work or they're hunting and trail dogs and like that. So just on an average, our average ha- house dog, if we just tied them to the tree like we used to back in the years, <laughs> we know better than that now. So I'm sure they didn't smell so great then. But now we love them. We better understand how to be humane towards uh, our pets, whether it's a cat, a dog, or a ferret, or whatever you have. We've learned how to be more humane towards them, taking care of them, and doing a real good effort of understanding what it takes to make their lives better. Over the years, have you seen more indoor, like a push towards more indoor dogs than outdoor? I, I was just thinking when I was growing up, I felt like more dogs were outdoor dogs. Well, but now I don't even I don't even know a outdoor dog. Well, and those that are outdoor um, will see the law knocking at their door because right. they're tied in the trees <laughs> and doing doing things that's not humane, and and the narrative have changed. Yeah, and people are economically more sound than times before. Now we better understand how to safely have a dog in our house because of veterinarian medicine. Right. You can read and learn and do things, and there's other modalities that you can. Um, better understand how to safely have a pet in your house, incorporate them into your family, and get good love from it. Yeah, that, my wife and I are in this argument right now. Mm-hmm. I want a straight outdoor dog. No, that, that has a doggy door <laughs> that can go into like maybe one room. Like maybe the dog door goes into the garage or it goes into my daughter's room, but we can close it. Close. So it you're gonna put it in the room with your daughter, but not with you. Think right. about that. <laughs> yes, I'm. Well, call it, a cop. It's, it's, it's not that I. It's not that I'm. Afraid. It's just that it's con- they're constantly keeping you awake at night that's not true i always think the hardest thing for most people (laughs) is to get a good night's sleep and you add a dog in it and even if they're in there even if they're sleeping in their kennel or wherever they're still making noise and if they're not they're walking around and they're doing things in the middle of the night like your your dogs i'm sure wake you up so you amount. you are truly not a pet owner, and all of your listeners know it because <laughs> yes. if you feed I them, if you Listen. feed them, and you you let them out according to a schedule, and then when they come in at night, like you, they're tired. They want to go to sleep, and they don't get up all I mean, night. You get up in the tired. morning, and you make coffee, and you open the door for the dog. And in my house, that's how it works. Yeah. And but like children, to be honest, you do have to have a schedule in order to get the best results from owning a pet. So people who are busy in their lives and don't have time, they are not, they should not be pet owners because they need that consistency in their life too so that you as the pet owner can be happy and them as the doggy mm-hmm. that deserves your love can get the love that they deserve. Yeah. Dynamite. That's, well, I should clarify, our last dog was indoor Indoor most of the time. It just had to be around you all the time. <laughs> I want you to say your name for the So honest. the argument is <laughs> Oh, they know this who I am. Class. They've heard this they've heard this many times. <laughs> uh, but I think but I, I think a dog is meant to be outside. And I have chickens and they love it outside. 
So I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I got to let you know I disagree. And I, I knew I'm that trying one to would think ruffle how, your feathers a little. I, and did you see that look I gave I, you? I, I they thought can't that you burned that, a hole like, right through me uh, for that Did one. you really say that? <sighs> well, what I can say is, in all honesty, you're not alone in that. Um, there are people who love pets but don't particularly like them in their in the homes, house, right? Yes. So if you could better understand, let's say you took a class with me one time, you could better understand how to feel safer. Um, and some of that is coming from your upbringing and that we never brought a pet in the house for whatever reason, mom and dad didn't do it. And for whatever reason, their parents before them didn't do it. You didn't have these things now. We didn't live in HOAs that's gated off. Um, and, and, and the whole big reason to have a cat back then and you'd have a cat because they catch cat, mice and da, 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 da. I have I have like twenty cats. They just roam around the neighborhood. Yeah, so so you're you're a nuisance. Every, ta- every time if my you girl- were my neighbor, <laughs> there, every time my girls are like, I want a cat. I'm like. Uh, that cat over in their house, that's our cat. That cat that lives in their house, that's our cat. We have a hundred cats. They just don't come in our yard or our house. Yeah. But times have changed and things are better. Um, with knowledge is power, you know that. And so like chiropractic medicine wasn't always a thing that people did. And so today you're helping people have better back and joint health as a result of what you do. Same as with what I do. I go a step further. I bring my nursing skills to helping people to better understand what to do with their pets, mm-hmm. how to do it, and if they have any questions. Like, you're there for your customers. I'm there for I'm there for them. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Now, just looking at the two of us, what type of dog do you think we each would have if we had dogs? Um, you look like a lab guy because probably you run, and, and they're good yep. running buddies. Um, it's good. Let's see. So let's so see. Good. You need an Australian Shepherd, somebody that can weather the storm because he's probably going to be outside. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Now, have you ever heard of anybody like with taxidermy? Like, yes. Have they ever? Have you heard of somebody doing it to their dog? Like their dog passes away and they they stuff it. Um, no, I haven't, but I think, I think that's something I'm going to look into really? as to how to preserve. That's what I was going to um, I use a lot of frankincense and myrrh. And if, if you're a Christian, people have heard that a lot from, you know, biblical terms mm-hmm. and the amazing properties in those things. Yes. It's getting lost. And so I'm going to bring it back. My grandmother taught me lots of things. And skills like tinctures and salves, that's not a real thing right, uh, right. today. And I can teach that. My, my goal is to give back my knowledge so that when I'm gone, it doesn't have to go to sleep with right. me. It can stay alive and, and people can take it forward. But, yeah, taxidermy is, like a, is a real fur, thing. Yeah, yeah. the guys, um, when they shoot those bucks, they want those big heads yes. hanging on their walls. I'm creeped out sometimes. I go and it's like, oh, my God. I've got a bear hanging up in my my room in and my bedroom. Shit, now you want to be crazy. You are wild. I, I, it's it's not that I'm afraid of a, a dog being yeah, yeah. in my room or around yeah. me. It's yeah, just yeah. like this this kind of like the scratching on the floor, right. and then I'm just sitting minding my own business, and I get licked. You don't like sudden, that. You don't I, yeah, like I just want to not be like touch sometimes. Yeah, I well, touch and people that's all training. day long, that's and I just want to. Yeah, training. You can train it yeah, to do I, that. Yeah. You could train your pet to be the pet that loves you the way you want to be loved. Each person 
can do that, and they are That's, teachable and scalable more so than people. I'm sorry I agree. I, well, and you know who I need to train is my daughters to just take care of the dog because I know what's going to happen. It happens every time. Oh, Dad, I promise we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this, and then of course. The well, they're not very the old. Comes. You're not old enough to have daughters, really, that's ready to be that kind of responsible. No. Are they 13, well, I, 14? I have a 31-year-old thir- and a 26-year-old. You're, okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> go for kidding. that. No, they're nine, nine and six. So, no, yeah. they're not ready for that. 13, 15 is the age. That's a good age. They'll take that on. And until they get 13, 15, you say, well, when you get 13, and that kind of delays mm-hmm. it, not a no, but we'll get it when you're when you're able to I take care that. of it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell my wife that yeah. one. Responsibility is everything for them, and I think every home should have a pet. Children learn early, if you're able to do it, how to care for others, how to have compassion. Humanity starts with having a pet, I promise you. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. So Now, I think you should write one of those books like Grandma's Remedies, because Grandma's that's where Remedies. the art is. I think that's a good one. I like it. I am writing something. Uh, but I hadn't quite been able to put it all together. You my got a lot head, on your plate. I got my head's like all over the place. And every time I start this, like, oh, wait a minute, do this. So I have to stop first, tell my story. And once the story is out and I'm gaining the traction in the community that I want to serve for, where my heart really lies. So the pets, I've, I've solidified that. But I promise you, a pet that knows how to love and a child that gets no love partnered together creates magic in a room. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And so there are other things that I have to do in, to include that. I'm going to write in there for you, and I'm going to put your name inspired by yeah, Grandma's yeah, Remedies. <laughs> yes. All right, well, let me ask you this. Yes. I, I have a friend who had a dog growing up, mm-hmm. loved this dog, beautiful mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. Dog passed away, traumatized, mm-hmm. now won't get another dog. Right. What would you say to my friend? The only way, well, like a girlfriend, guys do, you know, the only way to get over one is to get another one. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it going. Just, just roll right into the next one. Forget about the last one. <laughs> now, I feel like you know how to party, and I would imagine, like, your family gatherings are just wild. Yes. What do you like to do for fun? Like, what? talk to us about, like, what a weekend looks like you for, outside of the dog stuff. Yes. Give us like a behind the scenes, Jacqueline letting loose. So three weeks ago, I called my daughter up and I don't really have a lot of people that I deal with. I don't like drama and foolishness. I just don't have the tolerance for it. Mm-hmm. I've already done that. I made all of my foolish mistakes and did things yep. that I'm going to be judged for until I leave here. <laughs> and I just don't have time for continuing that with my friends who haven't learned that yet. So I called her up. I said, hey, you want to go to Aruba for the weekend? She says, I don't have the mask, no, I'm paying. She said, let's pack. And we met at like extemporaneously. I don't like planning trips. I don't like planning many things. Now, the business is different, but I don't like to plan many things because what happens if I plan something and it takes me three months to get to it and then it doesn't go according to plan? So then I'm disappointed, I'm hurt. I wish it had and I'm whining and uh, complaining. So I like to go right now and everything that I get, I enjoy. So I'm a very extemporaneous person. I'm a yeah, very spontaneous to the situation. And um, and that's just, just who I am. Nice. Like I might fly out to Houston this afternoon to go visit my friend. Really? So yeah. You Houston. might fly this afternoon? Yeah, there? yeah. I'll go out <laughs> wow. and see her for a day or two and then just little come dancing, on back. little cocktails. Well, she's got about 15 people in her head, so I don't know which one I'll run into <laughs> when I get there. But <laughs> I'll take 
take a chance on it. She's retired Navy. And so she she has her own things. I don't usually pop in and surprise her, but I prompted lots of questions from her this weekend, so there may be an opportunity. Nice. All right, good. Yeah. Now, have you ever heard this quote? And I'm, I might have botched it, but I tried to write it down. Your dog is your best friend for a short period of your of your life, but you are their best friend their entire life. That is an absolute true statement. It's that, factual. It's that, factual because they, they've only got what they've got. Right. Now, what happens if you leave them? Right. <laughs> you didn't trouble. add that in. Wait, anyway. I'm just kidding. That's all no, seriously, that's, right. that's, a, that's a factual statement. And, and what I tell people is their love is so unconditional, it leaves you with no scars, marks, or bruises on your heart. So even if you have them for two months, right. they loved you the whole time. Nothing was ever wrong, and you were always perfect. That's the only perfect opportunity I feel anyone will get. So I always say, even though they're gone, they will always love you. So you add to that, and then you've got the whole mix right there in your little bowl. Yep, that's good. That's good. How how much? I I just want to go back to your the shampoo a little bit too. Mm -hmm. How how much is it for how frequent? So when we go and do workshops, we'll say, hey, most of you are used to buying this canola oil. You're better off to buy coconut oil. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a lateral move. The Mm -hmm. price is goes up a little bit, but the Mm -hmm. coconut oil lasts better, lasts longer, and it's better for you. Yes. And most people can wrap their head around, okay, I can make this one switch from this to this, and it's going to cost me an extra however many dollars, but yes. I know that it's better for me or better for my pet yes, in this case. Yes. Mm-hmm. So can you, so if you buy a bottle, does it last for a month? A very week? concentrated. It's a very concentrated product. And that was the goal to give, although I've got to charge a little more for it, what you're really paying for is the omegas three, six, and nine. It's a coconut flesh-based product. Got some aloe in there, the soothe, the skin, if they've got dry, itchy spots. So we're healing on that. So then you follow up in just a little while. Same, same great product, but we got a little shea and a little coconut in it um, to soothe the skin and the conditioner. And so you've got the highest quality products I believe money can buy. Um, sometimes I've been told it's better than some medicated shampoos that people are using because there's no cellulose, no phosphates, nothing that's going to irritate or take down. It's all to build up, heal, hydrate, and moisturize. So um, when they're purchasing the product, the small bottle, it's uh, $22. Let's just round it yeah. up. So you're you're getting something, a, a small bottle of my shampoo, if you washed every day, would last you probably about four months. You know, what? about four months. Wow. It's very collagenous. Um, and because um, it has all of those properties in it, that's what you're getting. So you get a nice lather. Um, and it's essential that you use it by totally saturating the coat, putting it on, and get the amazing results that I promise. If you got the large bottle, it's $28. But again, you're 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 having it for a very a long, long time. time. Yeah, yeah, a long good. time. And sometimes I think, hmm. Now we got a cycling product. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is there any products that you recommend for hair loss for dogs? So hair loss for dogs is directly related to their health and gut. So it's, it's a good thing. And for dogs, different than people, whatever they eat, the mastication starts when it gets in its mouth. For us, it starts when it gets in our gut. 
So whatever we're putting in our mouth is going to affect our teeth, our eyes, our, our the whole bit. And so whatever we're eating. So if you're just feeding Alpo, I'm going to put Alpo out. If you're just feeding Alpo, then you need to add some eggs. You need to add some few things or, or whatever. Or just give me a call, 803-479-9844. Give cell? me a call. That's your personal cell phone? That's, my, that's the uh, number I answer it every time. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, then. put it in there. And so I answer it every time. And I can tell you, or I can make for you. I had several doctors. I still cook for their pets. I still cook for their really? pets. Wow. I cook for my dog. All, all of our dogs, everyone I've ever had, is only eating human-grade foods. Sweet. Yeah. Well, right. we yeah, this has been amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Thank say you. your website one more time in closing and, and how you want people to reach you. Do you have, you have an Instagram too, right? Yes. Maybe, maybe go with Instagram. Tell yes. everyone so your Instagram. On Instagram, you can find me at G Your Dog Smells Terrific, just the word. Same thing. Oh, the whole thing. And Facebook, G Your Dog Smells Terrific. Website, G E E Y D S T dot com. Perfect. Boom. All right. Go check her out. Thank you for your time. Thank Love you. We're here for the health of it. For the health of it.